So today we are going to cover these two pieces from DCS Audio, which just happen to be two of three pieces in the Lena, the new Lena line, the DAC, or should I say the network DAC, and the master clock that mates up with the DAC. So let's cover these bad boys because these are part of a three-piece system specifically designed for headphones, which is pretty cool. And um, anyway, we already talked a lot about, we covered the three pieces in a past video, prior video, and we really didn't hone in on the DAC. So let's talk about these pieces. Well, I liked, uh, it, well, it was the first time I was using Rune with this, and uh, it just worked when I had a, as a Rune endpoint. Just plugged it in, saw it, worked. Actually, started, you and me both. It, it was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, was like, it, it wasn't really a learning process because I plugged it in, turned it on, and it saw it. Yeah, worked. And for those of people that are interested that that aren't familiar with Rune, Rune is kind of like a beautiful human interface to your digital world. It allows you to control everything this thing could connect to: local files, a NAS drive in your home, computer files, uh, the external network. Uh, if you stream from a source like Cubuzz or Tidal. So anyway, the beauty of this having a network DAC is that like you basically free up needing like a separate laptop or you know an iPad but I mean you could use that too though right through the USB input yeah, yeah. but but when what what I found like when using it at home um, is that once you hook it up to a network you know through a cat cable um, all of a sudden your whole world changes in terms of how you use a deck if you've never done that before right because it just allows you to just go with it, it once it's connected to your internal network or in your home um, it it sees everything, and they DCS has an app um, that you can put in your phone, obviously, or your iPad or whatever, uh, to, uh, that allows you to control it. So you can choose inputs, etc. So, anyway, let's go over the inputs in this thing because it's got a plethora of them. Um, it has both single-ended RCA and balanced XLR analog outputs. So technically, you could run two devices off this easily. Um, and of course, if you had Y adapters, you could probably run three or four. <laughs> All right. For digital inputs, it has uh, two SPDIF, one RCA and one BNC. It has two AES EBU balanced digital inputs. It, of course, has also a word clock and two word clock inputs, which are designed to hook up to an external clock, which we'll get to in a minute. It also has a standard USB input and optical inputs and a network connection, which allows you to hardwire this to your home network. It doesn't run wireless, which is kind of a smart move on it on their part because people tend to have problems with hooking up high-resolution DACs to wireless systems. Anything to the wire, internal wireless at homes can be an issue. So they went with network-only hardwire, which absolves all kinds of issues that we've seen with people having DACs and anything wireless at home in the past, right? So, um, I mean, you know what it's like hooking these things, some of these things up to, to wireless. Yeah, it never systems. works. Yeah. Or it's iffy. It's, mm. Yeah, it's always spotty. It's just not really reliable. Yeah. Well, if you could get away with it, a wire solves it. Yeah, you don't question it then. Yeah, right. Especially right. like a show when we plug these all in, we hardwired them all. Yeah. And it was just a simple switch. It's like, well, it that's worked. reliable. Yeah. Unless, yeah, the we network, don't unless the network goes down, it's going to work. No. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it was it, that, that's a great, it's great because, yeah, too much problems with wireless. Now, the master clock is a simple device. It's basically has two clock outputs that run BNC. Uh, you typically run short BNC cables, BNC to BNC um, digital 
spit of cables. Um, it come, the units come with that, uh, the two unit that you need, or of course you can use aftermarket. And I believe each clock, there's two clocks in it. They're, the master has a temperature controlled crystal oven, blah, blah, blah. I don't know the whole routine. But, yeah, something fancy. You know, but bottom line is it's, it's designed to be spot on. It lowers the jitter even more and basically offers a cleaner clock than the internal clock in the deck. So you could run the deck by itself, but it definitely, from a stance, we've tried both. We tried with and without, and, you yep. know, with, and um, with the clock, it's the clarity level comes up a bit. Soundstage increases, you know. Yeah, essentially, it doesn't, like, change the sound. It's just, like, just that last little bit. Enhances. Yeah, yeah. You get more of a sense of space around instruments. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you get to this level, and you got some, if you got some really good, uh, really good two-channel speaker system or headphones running off this, um, the clock is pretty noticeable. In fact, it's surprising how much of a difference a clock will make. I find it really matters on some tracks. It matters more than others. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, even though it's optional, um, it's a beautiful addition to the DAC. And it's highly recommended. I mean, we've tried it both ways. And once you hear it, there ain't really no going back without the clock. Well, I find any any tracks that specifically have, like, space in them, you know, that's where you really notice it. Right. Like, you hear more decay. You hear more of a room. It's like that little, it just cleans it up that little bit. To yeah, that's true. If you have a recording that's just dull and it doesn't have that space, then you might yeah. not notice it as much. But when you get into better recordings, uh, it's pretty cool how, how it bumps up the res. And I should talk about, too, there are, on all three pieces of the Lena system, there are uh, these power links, they call them. And they give you short CAT6 cables or whatever they are, CAT5s. They're basically just network connectors, and you can tie the three pieces together. And apparently, so far, the best we've been able to ascertain is what it's designed for. If you turn the DAC on and they're linked together in the rear, all three pieces come on simultaneously. Mm. You know, I'm, on a, I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm of the type that I just leave them on all the time. Oh. I like the gear warm, ready to play, but if you're the type of person that doesn't like doing that, then it's nice to be able to just hit one button and all three pieces come on. And we should talk about that. The one button on the back, there is a master switch that turns these things, to kills the AC to them entirely. So, but those master switches can remain on, and there's a button that's hidden under the front panel that if you just kind of tap it, it will turn the units on. So it's kind of easy. You don't have to get at the rear to yeah. turn these things on and off unless you want to kill power. If you're going to be gone on vacation or something, you just want them off, off. Then you just reach back, and it's a big toggle switch, so it's easy to find. Yep. You know, gives you the best of both worlds, though. Yeah. Because I don't like a lot of products. They're actually on when they're off. And you can't turn the power off because there's no physical power switch. This gives you both. So if you want to be able to turn it on and off easily from the front panel, or if you want to physically remove power, it's a good option. Yeah. I know, like, when I see an elect, um, like lightning or something like that, or I see a, a thunderstorm coming around, I, I tend mm -hmm. to like to, I tend to pull, pull the plug out well, of the wall. Well, that's the ultimate. Yeah. But not everybody <laughs> can do that when you get complex systems. It's a little you might unnecessary. Have, that's yeah. a lot of plugs, you know. So it can be, yeah. where this, you just reach reach around the left hand side of each piece, and there's a it's a master switch to kill the it just kills the AC right right where it comes in. So, but yeah, it, back in terms of sound, let's talk about you know obviously this thing's got all the bells and whistles, all ins and outs. It's a full fledged deck. We talked about the fact that it's completely ready to go on a network. It's Rune ready. So if you already have Rune, you know what we're talking about. If not, 
it's a it's a cool subscription service and you should look into it because it does give you a simple single interface that uh, lets you get at your files at home you know if you subscribe to title you can control well, that. that i think that's the biggest thing is that yeah if you have multiple services that you subscribe to it just puts them all in one place yeah so you don't need to open separate apps and everything you sign them all in on the one and then they're all right there you just could easily switch between them yeah and more importantly you don't have to learn each of these apps and where right. everything is right. where rune gives you one access point for everything and uh it's really good i mean there's our album artwork on it and you can pull up information on the artists and stuff I, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that i haven't even used yeah it, well it's got a lot of features too yeah they got like their own cross feed and eq and everything you can just toggle on and off whenever you want so it's yeah. very convenient so rune is Rune is a partner with DCS as are we Abyss headphones, and um, the three pieces combined make a really fun system to utilize. But anyway, if you're if you're if you're not there yet, I understand. If you're at the point where you're running a laptop, you know, and you're used to it, and you want to hook up hardware to USB here, it's fine. It's good to go to work with that. You know, if you're some people just have a, a a PC with files on their hard drive, and that's where they they play their local files, and that's fine. It'll work fine too. You know, but uh, you know, you got to trust us when you say we weren't. It wasn't that far long ago. That's the way we were playing music. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much every other deck I connected to my PC, but then with this thing, I just use my iPad. Yeah, it's nice. Right. right. And I could. I don't need it at my desk then. So Agreed. that's nice too. I could put it somewhere else. Yeah, this thing could be nearby the gear. Yeah. And you, you could be wherever you want, controlling it with the app, and um, yeah. And I mean, you know, for the most part, I think people are just kind of playing music. So, but I don't know, I've, I've been, I find myself with the iPad in front of me or even my iPhone just whipping through songs. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's <laughs> I'm going thing. through stuff on my hard drive. Yeah, it, it's so fast in that interface. Like, you just, it's so quick. Yeah. And the, it's very slick. Yeah, and you can watch the screen. The screen comes up and it shows the res that you're playing. Yep. And, it'll, and it, just, it just grabs your, your music off your network and just throws it through the network cable and run through the DAC. You don't need, like a lot of people run like Otterbahn or something like that, right, to play their high res. Well, this will play DSD files right off a drive in the home somewhere. As long as it's accessible on your network. Or you could plug it it'll in. It'll find it. You just plug a drive right oh, in. Oh, that's true too, <laughs> yeah. So that when you get to that level of simplicity, you go, wow, this is actually kind of nice. I don't need to have a dedicated laptop with music on it with a hard drive, external hard drive or whatever that. But bottom line is that it's it's more exciting than you think to switch to a network uh, DAC than I thought it would be. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, it's a nice feature to have. I probably wouldn't use it, but now I would exclusively use that. Me too. It. It's really difficult. because I remember we, we took these to uh, one of the shows, right? And, um, and while it was gone, I think I shipped mine from home, I was using uh, the Sagra DAC, the yeah. 11 Audio Sagra. Anyway, I was using a different DAC, and so I had to hardwire it, and I'm like, and it, and I and I and I the funny thing is I'm like oh I gotta find my USB cable oh yeah where oh, did yeah, I put yeah. the laptop <laughs> and it's like I couldn't play anything <laughs> it's like as soon as I got rid of the network deck I find myself like oh I gotta go back to the way it used to be with the hardware and it's kind of funny when you it's 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 a long story but you'll you'll see if you haven't done this yet you'll find it it'll happen to you yeah well I ran into the same thing because when we shipped these to for uh, to the show and I didn't have them and I still had the Bartok mm. for the like a day or two more. I, I normally just plugged it in my computer, but I actually started using it like this because it's also a Rune endpoint. Oh, so right. now it's liberated from my desk as well. It didn't fit. I mean, it like overhangs the desk, but yeah. Now I don't need to have it at my desk. So yeah, it's kind of opened my eyes to network. Agreed. Know, music and you know it, it. It's not. This isn't an inexpensive deck, and you certainly can get 
less expensive network DACs, but in in the terms of DCS, and let's talk about the sound of this, this is their lowest cost DAC. Right. And, uh, you know, and, which means they have higher models than this, the Bartok. And um, I think they have two more models above that to get into the 40, 50 grand and up yeah. range, right? And so, you know, but the beauty of this, this Lena setup is really all that tech that they've been working on for decades has trickled down to this. Sonically speaking, this is certainly up there with some of the best decks you can buy. And, uh, you know, we've got the, the upper end Bartok, which is nearly twice the price of this. And uh, this ain't too far away. It's pretty similar. I mean, short of having them both right in front of you, you know, yeah. it'd be hard to remember the differences, you know. Particularly when you add the clock. Yeah. Like the bar talk we were using without an external clock. Yeah, now right. you add this clock to this, and it's probably leapfrogs. In certain areas, it probably gets beyond the bar talk a little bit, you know. But in terms of just, just beautiful clarity to the source, um, you know, it doesn't seem to matter what source you're playing, whether it be, you know, Redbook 4401, uh, DSD, uh, you know, streaming from an, from the network or streaming from uh, something like a subscription service like Tidal. Um, very even character for all sources. Yeah, yeah, some stuff, yeah, you want to run it in a specific way, but yeah, this doesn't seem to matter. No, it just plays well. I mean, and we're talking from top to bottom. It's, you know, some decks can be a little leaner in the bottom. This is full out, just full range. It sounds great in the bass, mids, highs. It has a great high-frequency extension to it. Like, you know, you're listening to this thing, and it's just, like, effortless in the top. It doesn't seem to be missing anything, but yet it's not bright. It never gets bright or never bites you. Oh, it also has a cross-feed, which uh, the, it, it would be a cross-feed I would actually use, which is unusual. Normally, you turn it on, you're like, eh. But this, I actually use it on this one. Yeah, and we've heard some other reviewers to say the same thing on it with the cross-feed. I said it's a very useful for headphones yeah. cross-feed. You know, and um, I haven't played with it much. I just leave it in regular mode. But what have you found that it does that's cool? Well, again, it's kind of like uh, adding the clock. It depends on the track. Some tracks benefit from it. Some it's like I could barely tell the difference. Uh, so you pretty much need to toggle on and off track to track, which it's easy enough. I mean, it's, it's yeah. on the screen all the time. You just Yeah, in fact, I think one of the buttons on the front is just crossfeed yeah. on and off. Yeah. So it's easy to turn it off. Or yeah. the app. I actually use it which I've never done that before. With That's true. Other. Yeah, usually you try a crossfeed and it's like, eh. it doesn't, it usually mucks up the soundstage. Yeah. And it doesn't help you as much. It might depend on the headphone too. Maybe. You yeah. know, because with our headphones, you tend to get a lot of sense of space. So it's possible a lot of times we don't even, it's not required. Crossfeed just kind of, you hear the crossfeed. Yeah. You hear what it's doing. Yeah. And maybe that's the easiest way to explain this one. This one, you don't hear what it's doing. It just does it. You know, it doesn't have, it doesn't screw things up which is pretty cool. I mean, they, I'm sure they've spent, the engineers at Del Design has spent a lot of time to make this thing that compatible with high-end headphones. I mean, that's it's tough to do. A lot of people have tried to move it, and usually most people say they don't like it. So for everyone to be fairly universal in the fact that it works well on this is testament to their engineering, their, their engineering chops, so to speak. Yeah, and I think that's a fair point. Because at this price point, really, I think the biggest value add is refinement. What you're looking for is a product that's well-considered, and the functions work as intended, and there's no glaring faults or oversights. And a lot of times you find products where 
a particular attribute or aspect of them seems poorly refined, and it could be a nuisance to use on the day-to-day. And this doesn't seem to have that. It seems to be very well-considered refined. And that's, totally. It's oddly enough rare in the high-end space to see something that works intuitively and reasonably well in every possible attribute. So that's a pretty good feature, if you ask me. And not to mention the uh, the the chassis engineering and the design is top shelf. You know, these are beefy units. They're heavy. They have built-in power supplies. Um, they're universal supplies. They'll run 100 through 240. Um, you don't need to do anything. Just choose your power cord for them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of nice. There's no uh, worldwide operation. You don't need to have anyone rewire it for you or anything like that. There's nothing to think about, nothing to screw up. You plug and play, you know. These have been out for a little bit now, and we haven't had any reliability issues or concerns, which you can't always say, so that's good. Yeah, really. They seem well-considered, well-thought-out, really easy to use, obviously very high-end construction. And I think it's pretty cool. They got uh, basically a rigid flex PCB assembly inside there. There's like little wings that fold up on the sides and the mm-hmm. back and stuff. It's it's a interesting design. It's a very good way to do that. It's somewhat expensive to do it that way, but... It's kind of cool, and I'd like to get one of those PCBs bare. Oh. <laughs> just for just to have on your desk? Yeah, hanging on the wall. Yeah. 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 Bottom line is uh, DCS knows their shit. You know, they've been around for decades, and they've, they, like I said, they build very high-end DACs. They're considered some of the best DACs on the planet. So to have that tech you know, with, their, with their what they call a ring DAC, um, technology trickled down into a, such a small package. And I mean, these we've got them sitting horizontal here. They're also made to stack on top of each other. So if you really wanted to f- drop a footprint down, you know, what are you talking, like 8 by 12 inches? It's or pretty small, yeah. Whatever it is in millimeters or centimeters, I don't know. But, yeah, you could stack these three this high, and you've got a full system without taking up, minim- with taking up minimal desk space. Which yeah. is crazy. Uh, small footprint, but very heavy. You pick up all three at the same time? Wow. Yeah, they add up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, they stack pretty elegantly, too. Yeah. And that's the thing to know, because a lot of gear really doesn't. Right. You could stack it, but it kind of looks silly. It works pretty well stacked, so I would probably do that. Yeah, they actually look good stacked. They have a they have an extended bottom that's, like, full solid. Yeah. It's not just four feet. It's a solid base. So when you stack them, you, it actually gaps to three, three by... Uh, a bit, you know, 15 centimeters or so or whatever. It's it got a big rubber foot, too, that yeah. lays on the whole area so it doesn't mar up the one below it. Yeah, it doesn't leave a ring or yeah, anything. There's no weird ring, so that's yeah. nice. But, yeah, it, it, the thing is, is, yeah, it's nice small footprint when you stack all, if, especially if you stack all three, but then it's like, it's a huge tower then. Different yeah. problem. <laughs> then it's like, whoa, you know, yeah. I got this big thing. Sturdy. Here. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. And, of course, you got to have a desk that'll hold that kind of, you're probably talking 45 pounds or 20, oh, about 20 kilograms yeah. total, you know. But, yeah, bottom line is that it's cool that you could do that with this. And oh yeah, I've got a rack at home, and when I use them at home, um, I have a three-by-three three horizontal, so it's got three shelves next to next three shelves, yep. full-size, you know, stereo rack. And so normally what I consider a rack with, like, 18 inches or something like that, but you could fit two of these side-by-side side on one rack. Yeah, it does fit nice. And then you'll need another rack for the third one. So... You know, for example, you could put the clock one down on another rack or something like that or just put all three across and have space. So it, it will fit. You could fit two on one single rack shelf, um, which is kind of cool, too. So, you know, again, like we, like we said, it's well thought out. They figured this all out in advance. They knew what they were shooting for. They knew the market. They knew the customers, what they're going to have. 
they probably anticipated that a lot of the two-channel speaker guys are going to want to go this way at some point or switch over to high-end headphones as well as their speakers, and this will fit and integrate into their system, and they can use the DAC for those speakers. It's a great DAC. Well, that's the nice thing with dual outputs. You can just have both connected all the time. Yep. Use one at a time. That's what I do. Yeah. There's almost nothing to talk about with it, which is kind of odd. I know. Because it just works. You plug it in, it's refined, it functions great. You choose it's the integrated. Input. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's like that's a very positive attribute, Tell I think. That's sort of what I look for, but it's strange. There's no glaring faults or issues. Yeah. Hook up a network, plug it into the wall outlet, load the app in your phone. Yeah. The app finds the thing. It says, here I am, and it'll... Tells, comes up and says, all right, what do you want to do? Hmm. You want to play title? You want me to find tracks on your music at home? Okay, here's your hard drive. Let's look at the folders. Here's your yeah. songs and your folders. What do you want to play? And it just, bam, it just plays it. So, I mean, it's ama- it, it really is a fun piece uh, for digital. really is. And it sounds great. It's, you know, it's a more analog-sounding piece than any DAC we've ever owned, you know, aside from their higher-up models, of course. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a nice thing, a testament uh, to the design is you didn't need to read the manual. Just take it out and turn it on. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> Just it's work. True. Yeah. Although it might be a trick to know that that little button in the front middle is underneath there to turn it on. That is true. Yeah, you got to look at the it's diagram. Hidden. Yeah, It's got a unique interface. You power yeah. it up, and in the front of the deck, there's a little button you just touch. <laughs> so, But beyond that. Yeah. Well, and it, with the same with the uh, the headphone amp, the hidden uh, gain switch. You, oh, right. you, you wouldn't know that's there. Yeah, either. in the right corner. Yeah. I think they did probably default to high gain, you know, so I think it comes out of the box like that, but don't yeah. quote me on that, so it's probably ready to go full volume anyway. I know that this DAC does have voltage out. You can do two volts or six volts out, which six volts is a pretty good amount, so if you're mixing with other amps, you got to watch that setting, mm. but it's designed to work with the with its own Lena amplifier, which we don't have here on the table, which looks the same as these devices with one big knob on it, right? Um, the head, the dedicated headphone amplifier for this uh, is designed to work with up to the six volts output on this. So yeah. if you want the max, if you want the max gain and power you can get out of the headphone matching headphone amp, you set this for six volts. For a lot of amplifiers, separate amplifiers, even speaker amps and stuff, you're probably going to switch it to two. And again, it's easy to switch on the on the front menu or from yeah. an app. So, and you know, it's not like it's putting out full six volts even to have it set for six volts. <laughs> you know, it's a max. It's with the with the with a. It depends on the music you're playing. So, anyway, that that is a nutshell. Is the DCS Lena? Uh, it's impressive. We've lived with it practically all year this year. So we've had about eight or nine months with these pieces. Um, I, they never cease to amaze me at what they can do. They just they just play music so well. You know, and you've had it for a while too. We've traded back and forth. And yep, it's like a baby Bartok. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's and it's just and yeah, and it's fun. You know, it really is. It's, I mean, I've been doing this a long time, and you know, I wouldn't have thought I'd enjoyed new pieces like this so much. Really, it's changed the way that I deal with my system in a positive way. You know, so I, hey, hats off to DCS for doing what they did here. I, you know, I probably wouldn't have gone taking the digital side of things this far mm. if it wasn't for this. I'd be sitting there with a USB cable hooked up to a laptop. <laughs> yep. So yep. kudos to these guys for making a beautiful system for headphones and, and for speaker systems. Thanks, everybody, for watching. 
Um, don't forget, we are a DCS authorized dealer. So these pieces are available on the Abyss website. And if you have any questions, of course, we kind of know about these things. So email us, call us. If you need us to help you put together a system around these, we can help you with that too. Thumbs us up. Thanks.